0: hello and welcome back to mental health spot this is your girl Oli speaking if you are under the age of 18 please consult with your parent guardian or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast episodes first of all i want to apologize in advance if i sound a little bit hoarse um two months ago i caught a bug from my little nephew and it hasn't fully gone away which is really wild I've been to the doctor I've been thoroughly checked there's nothing wrong um at this point they're just chalking it up to allergies so I don't know what I'm allergic to but I have constant hoarseness and I'm constantly coughing so I do apologize if I sound a little off or a little weird um but I wanted to tune in I miss all of you and I really need to do better about recording more often. Um, This is really my safe space and it's really thanks to all of you and all of your amazing feedback and your support. It's it's just indescribable how much it means to me. And I know I say that a lot, but it, it really bears repeating. And so I love all of you. I hope that everybody is doing well, staying safe. Um, I want to talk a little bit today about the highly sensitive person an HSP for short. What you just heard was my stomach growling, by the way, I'm hungry. Um. HSP for short so highly sensitive person perhaps a lot of you are unfamiliar with the term perhaps some of you are but uh I think this is a good episode for you to listen to um even if you're not an HSP because if you're not an HSP chances are you might have an HSP in your life And so it might help you to better understand them. So my name is Olivia and I am an HSP. And how do I know that? And what defines an HSP? The definition is pretty self-explanatory. It's in the title, a highly sensitive person. Now, what does that sensitivity mean? What does it extend to? It could be sensitivity to noises, to sounds, to light, um, large crowds, sensitivity to other people's emotions, feelings, um, being extremely empathetic, soaking up the moods of other people. So being very sensitive to the shifts in moods of other people so if somebody is in a bad mood and transitions from being in a bad mood to a good mood to an angry mood just giving you an example you're very susceptible if you're an hsp to all of those changes and you absorb all of it if you're an hsp you may also have poor boundaries You may not know how to say no. You may engage in people-pleasing behaviors. If you're an HSP, you feel everything so deeply. So deeply, so deeply. Everything affects you. Your happiness is like the most beautiful, the most amazing, the most incredible happiness in the world and your sadness is just as profound. It's it's all-consuming. So all of your feelings, you feel deeply and the feelings of others, you feel deeply as well. And your intuition may be uh, very much on point. You may not even be around somebody and you may be picking up on their feelings and their moods even from a distance. That is how fire an HSP intuition is um, and I firmly believe it because it's happened to me multiple times so not everyone's an HSP just because you're a sensitive person doesn't mean you're an HSP there's a difference um, like sometimes people will say oh uh, this person's sensitive because they can't take a joke for example um, I happen to think I take jokes very well Maybe I wasn't always like this. Maybe when I was younger, I was a little bit more like, "Whoa, I didn't like that joke. That was kind of mean. What was up with that?" But I would say, in my adult in my adulthood, I mean, I guess the last I don't know five ten years of my life, I've developed pretty thick skin, and I think it's really easy to joke with me, and I can take it. And I'm an HSP, so I just want to make sure that you don't have this simplistic definition of what it means. To be an HSP, uh, it's it's beyond oh people that can't take a joke because they're sensitive. Like that's not. I mean that might be one of the qualities, but it would have to be in conjunction with all of the criteria that I just mentioned to you. Not every single thing, because for example, I'm not overwhelmed by. I'm not overwhelmed by loud sounds. Sometimes I am, but it's very rare. Um, But I'm still an HSP. So... You have to meet more criteria than not. So... Say there's a list of, like, eight things, eight qualities, just off the top of my head. You you gotta meet at least five. Okay? And that's with anything. Um, And so... I just want to make sure that you understand that being an HSP is not just being a regular sensitive person like, oh, yeah, sometimes I can't take a joke or I can't take criticism. That's not what an HSP means. An HSP is somebody that essentially just feels everything deeply, feels the emotions of others deeply, feels their own emotions deeply, um, sometimes feels like they don't fit in in the world because they do don't find a lot of people that experience emotions the way they do and they often feel alone in that um my therapist shout out to her she actually is having me read this amazing book so if you're an hsp i strongly recommend it it's called the highly sensitive person's guide to dealing with toxic people i swear I was literally like done with page one and I was like, yo, did somebody sit down and write a book about me? Because this is crazy. I've never felt so seen and so understood and so validated because I never knew being an HSP was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just this sensitive person and I just, you know, don't fit in and I just feel different than most people and blah, blah, blah. But understanding that this is an actual thing there's an explanation to this there's a term for this there's characteristics that fit this and just understanding that there are other people that experience life as hSP it it's it's incredible and and it feels very validating um and the reason that I'm reading that particular book is because and this is the two-parter to this: If you're an HSP, you probably have a history of attracting people that need saving, in your opinion. Because we don't know whether or not someone actually needs saving, unless that comes out of their mouth, right? But you you attract people that are very um, that are suffering, that are struggling. But their suffering and their struggle, it's very dark. And it feels like the relationship is very one-sided. It never feels reciprocal. It feels like you're always, as the HSP, catering to them and uplifting them and supporting them. And you're not getting that back from them. And so that tends to be a lot of what an HSP attracts. And... Those type of people are sometimes referred to as narcissists and narcissists are also very much attracted to the HSP because a narcissist fully benefits from having someone in their life that is going to make everything about them. That is what they want. And an HSP will gladly do that. An HSP will gladly make everything about you. Because they want you to feel so supported. And so, if you're an HSP, start analyzing your relationships and thinking about what they look like. Are your needs being met by the people in your life? (laughs) So, I'm definitely an HSP. I've always been extremely... Attuned to the emotions of others. I, I don't know how to turn it off. People always tell me like, oh, turn off the therapist hat. You know, turn it off. Like, you're not at work. Don't therapize me. I don't even know if that's a word, but people have literally said that to me. And I'm just like, I don't know how to turn this off. Like, don't get me wrong. The way that I treat my loved ones is a lot different than how I treat my clients. I mean... I'm a little bit more blunt with my loved ones. Blunt for me, which is really not very, Because I'm very gentle in the way that I approach people. And very tender. Um, again, I'm an HSP. <laughs> so I approach people with a lot of tenderness. Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, and I, I, I want to treat others the way that I want to be treated. You know? But I think that for me... I, as an HSP, like, I lost my train of thought. This is what happens when it's 4 a.m. and you decide to record a podcast. That's okay. It'll come to me. I'll just keep talking until I do. Until I remember what I was going to say. But, um, yeah. I'm wondering how many of you out there can relate to being an HSP um, can relate to being someone that is very sensitive to the emotions and feelings of others, very attuned to the emotions and feelings of others. I am extremely attuned. And I, okay, going back to the original point, thank you. I just reminded myself. I don't know how to turn it off. I, I, I don't know. Like I literally walk into a room and I'm already absorbing all the feelings, all the emotions, like, It's something really eerie that I do. And I make people feel really seen. And perhaps at times I make people feel awkward. Inadvertently, of course. But, um... I remember once... Shout out to her. I'm not using names because this is people's privacy. But I have a friend that is extremely close to my heart. Close to my spirit. Um this is someone that I would literally take a bullet for in about two seconds this is probably one of the people that I love every time I talk about her I cry happy tears and this is probably one of the people that I love most in the entire world honestly um she's family and we've been friends for a long time so we can also make the argument that I just know her really well um But it's really weird. I feel like I know what she's thinking even when she doesn't open her mouth. And the cool thing about our relationship is that she's able to tell me what she's thinking and I'm able to receive that. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think this particular friend that I'm referring to, amazing as she is, is an HSP. I don't think she's an HSP. But I think she's HSP receptive. And so what I'm trying to say here is. I had another point. Oh, okay. So one time we were at a party and uh, she lost a lot of weight. She, She lost over 100 pounds. She looks phenomenal. She looked phenomenal before. As far as I'm concerned, she was always beautiful inside and out. One of the most beautiful people I know. But people kept commenting, you know, oh my gosh, you've lost so much weight. You know, that's what people do when someone loses a significant amount of weight. I'm not saying it's right nor wrong. Personally, I don't think people should comment on anybody's body. Unless you know them and you know they want that. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm losing weight, you better let me know. I want to know. I want to hear that. But not everybody functions that way. That could be very triggering. uh, Particularly to people that suffer from an eating disorder or disordered eating behaviors. So you gotta be mindful. If You gotta know people, you know what I mean? Anyway, I was just sitting around and I saw her fake smiling at people that were commenting on her weight loss. And to the public, she seemed fine. Like, she was smiling, she was nice, she was courteous, she was cordial. But I felt her discomfort. And it felt heavy. And I remember pulling her aside and being like, do you not like this? You don't want this kind of attention, do you? And that's when she pretty much broke down and was like, I hate this. I hate it. I hate when people mention it to me. And so all I can control, I wish I could fight the world for her and tell people to stop fucking bringing it up. But I can't do that. But all I can control is someone who loves her is basically not bringing it up myself and not falling into that. You know what I mean? um and I don't I don't you know um I just think it's important to comment on people's bodies unless again you know that that's something they want from you like they want to hear like you know oh you're losing weight or what again <sighs> why can't we just replace you're losing weight with like you look you look happy you look healthy you know what I mean like I just I don't know. I mean, I have strong feelings about this type of language and how damaging it can be. Um, but I also, like, grew up in a culture where, like, weight is something that... Weight conversations were very much normalized, and so I try to, like, be reasonable and not be that person that's offended by every single weight-related comment that's made around me. Um... I also think over the years I've also just become desensitized to weight comments, which is probably not good either. But that's a whole other rant that I'm going on right now. The point is, I was able to sense her discomfort even through her smile. And that is something that I, as an HSP, easily do with everyone. And the closer that I am to you, the more able I am um, to do that. The more capable I am of doing so. Um, But... What I'm saying is, if you're an HSP, it's in your best interest to either have fellow HSP friends or friends that have a high enough emotional uh, IQ, I, I, I refer to it as an EQ, high enough emotional intelligence to where they're able to know how to treat you. And that's what I love about the friend that I'm referring to right now. Like, she's so protective of me that I promise you she's still mad at people that did me wrong like 10 years ago that I already forgave. Oh, she's so cute. But in all honesty, she's really protect in all honesty, excuse me, she's really protective of me. So when certain conversations come up, she'll jump and she'll be like, wait a minute. And then she'll look at me and she'll be like, Do you want to talk about this? You know, because she's so attuned to me. Um, so maybe she is an HSP because she is really attuned to me. Um, but I noticed that it's it's me she does that with. So maybe it's because I'm... I. Sometimes I think it's because I'm sensitive that she goes out of her way to protect me. Um, or perhaps she's just an HSP. I never thought of her as an HSP. You know what? I'm going to ask her. Um, she thinks she is. But she's she's incredible. She's amazing. You don't need to be an HSP to be an extremely special person. Um, the point I'm trying to make here is you need to find your tribe as an HSP. And you need to find people that are either an HSP like you or people that know how to treat HSPs. You cannot... As an, as, an H, as an HSP, surround yourself with people that are very moody in nature, um, very unpredictable, with extreme highs and lows, um, erratic behaviors, temperamental. That's not healthy for an HSP. <coughs> Excuse me. There goes the cough. An HSP needs consistency. An HSP needs stability because they're so sensitive and so susceptible to absorbing, literally absorbing the emotions of others to the point where sometimes as an HSP, you don't even know which emotion is yours and which emotion belongs to somebody else because you are soaking it up. And that's where you really have to learn. And I think I've Gotten pretty good at making that separation where I'm like, okay, this is my sadness, this is someone else's sadness that I'm feeling. I've gotten pretty good at that. But what I'm saying is, when you are an HSP, you're so sensitive and susceptible to people's moods and unpredictability that you need stability, you need consistency. And I'm not saying like that you're not going to be around people that have rough times and rough days. That's not what I'm saying. But watch that temperament, though. Watch that temperament. How do they treat you when they're going through a rough time? That's what I care about. And that's what I mean. Because there's people that go through stuff and then tend to mistreat others. And then there's people that go through stuff and are like, hey, I'm going through stuff, it's not personal, but... I just need some space. I love you. And that's healthy. That's called setting a boundary. Which I strongly recommend for anybody. And so... talk to me. Are you an HSP? Based on my definition here. Um... And if you are an HSP, can you relate to my experiences of attracting People that are just like polar opposite from you in every sense of the word. I actually had a client that came into the office a couple weeks ago that expressed to me that he doesn't care about anybody or anything. Like he actually sat across from me and said, I care about nothing. I care about no one. Like I literally don't care. I don't care when people die. I literally don't care. And like, obviously, as a therapist, I understand that this is coming from somewhere. And so I helped him identify more or less where this is coming from, where in his childhood he became desensitized to, you know, death and feelings and emotions. And we and we did that work together. But the point I'm trying to make is I am so far removed from that reality that it was really hard for me. I had to dig real deep and find my empathy because, and and my understanding for that um, defense mechanism, because that's what it is. Nine times out of ten, unless you're just a sociopath. And so I had to dig real deep because I'm so far removed from that. I care about everything, everything, way too much. So hearing that, I was just like, well, damn, I can't relate. I think sometimes also as an HSP, I'm almost jealous of people that don't care. I'm like, man, like, how do you go through life just worrying about yourself and not caring about anything else or anybody else? Like, how do you do that? Can you explain that to me? Can you break that down for me? Because I have no idea how that works. So, with that being said, I'm curious to hear from you. Are you an HSP? If you are, let's be friends. And I promise that I will be extremely sensitive to your needs. Because that is who I am. And uh, I look forward to doing that for you. And um, I hope that everyone is having a great week thus far. And... If you want to hear about something in particular, let me know, you know, hit me, send me messages. I love hearing from everybody and I will respond. I may not be great at responding through this particular app because I'm still figuring out how to work it, to be honest with you. But feel free to message me on Instagram. My handle is mental underscore health underscore spot. Send me a message. Say, hey, this is what I want to hear about. This is what I want to learn about. You know, I want to hear about this particular mental health topic, whatever it is you want to hear about. If you have any criticism for me that's constructive, I'm open to hearing that too. Um, If you have any positive feedback for me, of course, I would love to hear that. So feel free to message me and let me know um, what you want to hear and what you want to learn about. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sending all of you an abundance of love and I'll catch you next time.